Good evening, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Waters Run Deeps podcast. Um, so if you're one of those who laugh out loud at the moment you hear flat earth, then you're in, then you're nothing more than a blind believer of Greek mythology based, uh, based wing of modern science. So, uh, it's time to sober up tonight's going to be an episode about flat earth. Uh, Chris is going to try and convince us that the earth is in fact flat. Um, Amanda, myself, uh, Savannah's on this episode tonight. Uh, we all do not believe that, but first, we got a nice Florida man story coming up from Amanda. All right. So today's Florida man story is brought to you by a Florida man crushed to death by a bulldozer while using porta potty. Well, that was smart. For real. That's a crappy way to go. Yeah. <laughs> so a Florida man was killed in a bizarre bulldozer accident while the landfill he was working at was shutting down for the day. The traffic and control contractor working in the north central landfill of Polk County, of course it's Polk County, when sheriff deputies were called to the scene at around 5 p.m. after a bulldozer crushed him to death while he was using a porta potty. Hey, you know, Polk County might not have the smartest construction workers, but their sheriff, their sheriff is a darn fine man. Grady Judd, oh, right? Grady Judd. America's sheriff. So did he. Park the machine and then go into the bathroom, and the machine started moving and hit the porta potty and ran him over. So, what it says here is that uh, prior to the accident, the bulldozer was driving up an embankment to park for the night with the front blade elevated far enough to block part of its view. So, it must not have seen so somebody else was driving and must not have noticed that it ran over a porta potty and that someone was in said shutter. <laughs> So somebody was actually driving this thing. Oh yeah, this was not like a rogue porta or a rogue, a rogue, rogue. porta potty. This was not. <laughs> there was something rogue about it for sure. This was not a rogue. How do you not realize when someone is in a porta potty? Um, you don't know. I mean, I guess from like a bulldozer perspective, I've never driven a bulldozer. Yeah, you can't. I don't know if you all have, I but have. I imagine you probably can't see the green little light that says "Yeah, occupied, unoccupied." Maybe you can yeah. smell them. Well, yeah, but that's I a mean, porta potty. You smell think, that yeah, a mile you away. Smell a yeah. You don't smell the person inside the porta potty until you run him over. Well, it depends on who's think, in there. Like with a porta potty, you would keep the door open to let people know, no, to let people know that it's empty and the door closed when someone's oh. in there. Oh, no, no, no they're on like a spring. It, it like spring yeah, they're like spring. Yeah, they're like spring. That would make sense, though. Yeah, sorry, she's a little bougie. No, uh, <laughs> they, like, they like to keep the sound of the, uh, you know, the smell in there. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, speaking of. <laughs> Keep the sound of something in something. Yeah. I'm to put that on a loop. Crop it and put it on a loop. There you go. <laughs> um, so once on this top story. of the embankment, the driver began to turn when he heard a pronounced crumbling noise, really realizing he had driven over the porta potty and said, friend in the port- porta potty. Um, he ran back to see if anyone was inside. At the time, he realized that the other person was unresponsive, and that's when he called. Um, this is my favorite part. Law enforcement handling the situation said it was a tragic industrial accident. 
Yeah, oh I mean, it's truth, but yeah. that's... Yeah. Could you imagine, though, getting yeah. squished by that? It's like having a tank run over you. Yeah. You know? I mean, at what point did the friend go, <laughs> he's unresponsive. He's flat as a pancake. And as I say, when or he, Earth. I mean, he's flat as Earth. When he had the uh, tread of the uh, bulldozer <laughs> laid into right him. Yeah. <laughs> I bet you that was not an open casket. <laughs> no, no. Because the person's dead. They got That's what he usually calls. Who else are you going to call it? Ghostbusters? Ghostbusters. All right. Well, uh, they have never experienced anything like this before, uh, is what the company said. But I will also say that um, just like this, I've never experienced having to have a conversation on flat earth. And so, Christopher, take it away. Wonderful, wonderful. So we're definitely going to wing this one because I don't think any of us did any research. So we just pulled some stuff on the uh, interwebs up and we're going to roll off that. Um, Most of my stuff's going to be coming from flatearth101.com. That's where most of my research that I'm getting as we're doing this is coming from. Um, So there's there's several different things on here and and a couple of the tabs are fact versus theory, gravity, top 10 proofs. Um, so I went to top 10 proofs and the first one is the high altitude amateur balloon footage. So there's a, there's a picture on here that will, I'm sorry. I'm going to need you to say that one again for me, please. High altitude amateur balloon footage. Is that like what someone does on their spare time? Like, um, my hobby is high altitude amateur balloon footaging. Yeah. Yeah. You, you put Footaging? Is that not like what it's called? Photography? <laughs> footaging. I don't think footaging is the correct yeah. term. No, no. No, I don't think BHD. that's the word. Um, so, so, yeah, that's exactly what these are. It's just people that, I guess, like to strap GoPros to balloons and send them up in the sky and then hope they can find them again, I guess, because that seems like it'd be a little difficult <laughs> to, to catch them after they come down because who knows where they're going to go. Um, which that Maybe goes... Yeah, find my GoPro. Well, it might be. It might be. It might have GPS on it. But that leads into Doesn't another GPS theory. GPS work because of the Earth not being flat. Oh, no, be careful. It works off satellites. Right. That orbit. What? The Earth. It, can, it could wrong. be a different orbit. It doesn't have to go a around. Orbit. Like what? Like instead a flat of, orbit? Instead of going <laughs> ocular, it could just be circling over top. No, that's not how it works. I don't, I don't think, I don't know that that okay. works right. because right. then it wouldn't have to move. Wouldn't want that to move. The, the yeah, it would. Why wouldn't it? Why would it? The only reason flat, it's orbiting, you can just put it in the middle and it gets signaled to okay. everywhere, like a top spin. Well, no, if it just if you just send something up and make it stationary in space because we're flat, it can just stay over us mm-hmm. and do its job. It doesn't need to orbit, orbit or move. Well, that's, see, another thing too is they talk about it. speaking about the, them sending the balloon up with the GoPros. If you send something up in the sky, the Earth's moving it whatever speed i know it's like a ridiculous amount of speed that we're moving through the 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 cosmos the cosmos and as fast as the earth is actually spinning so it's it's really fast you supposedly know? spinning yeah supposedly spinning so if you think about it you put that gopro up in the air the balloon yeah it's going to go through the wind and the wind's going to blow it off track some but just in the speed of the earth that balloon should be way off you know what i mean because the earth's moving as it's going up it's well, the Earth should be moving away from it as it's going up. Well, I mean, it's no longer attached to the Earth. I understand, and Chris, both you and I shoot. Amanda, you have have shot, have not shot yet. <coughs> I know we've discussed this. Keep talking, and I'll show you about my shooting. Oh, I ain't scared. No, I'm terrible. Anyway, um, 
you, you and I, Chris, both know long range shooting. You have to account for the rotation of the earth, the curvature of the earth and windage at, at a distant shot. That's what they call it. But there's, I wish I knew more about this guys, but there's, there's another term for that. It's, it's, that's what we were told that mass for, but the, the flat earthers say there's another reason for the way they do that. <laughs> Believe it or not, yes. Go, go, go ahead and include yourself in this flat earthers. Don't, no, I'm you know, I'm on a fence. Stand on the outside. Here. I believe it's a realm. I think we're. I think it's a simulation. I don't think we're even. Well, here we go back to this <laughs> one. That was episode what, I got two? one to throw one. in on you. That was episode one. <clears throat> As an astronaut, you go up into space. You're up into space. You're according to the hours that you're up in space. Weeks have gone by here on Earth. Yeah, that's like deep space. In effect, you've only been up there for maybe two or three days. Yeah, that's like deep space. Yeah, that's like getting close to a black hole or something like that. No. You're up there. You're stationary. The Earth is spinning down here. And while the Earth is spinning down here, it's one day, two days, three days, four days. And you've only been up there maybe a couple hours. I mean, I see what you're saying, but... I think that that's further away from the earth than the further away you get, the more time goes by that you're there, that you're not experiencing, but the people on earth are. Right. But I don't think we've sent astronauts high enough to experience that. How do you know where they went? How do you know they were up there? Did you go, did you go with them? No, but I believe that NASA sent people up. You believe. I do. Hey, you heard the one with uh, a Nazi, a Satanist, is this a bar joke? Yeah, yeah. Nazi, <laughs> Nazi, Satanist, and the leader of Scientology walk into a bar. You know what they did? Sounds yeah. like the kind of podcast I listen to. Right? Or yeah, the they, kind of podcast that I'm involved in. They, <laughs> they, they created NASA. Well, Do you know that? That's true. A Nazi, yeah, a Satanist. And Walt Nazi. Disney. Huh? Von Braun was the Nazi. <laughs> Walt yeah. Disney. Yeah, he's involved too. He's a big, he's a uh, yeah. Nazi supporter. Right, but I think I missed what you're... Because all three of them were involved in creation. Uh, Von Braun, Walt Disney, um, Elon Hubbard. Elon Hubbard. You just yeah. And uh, Aleister Crowley. Ron L. Hubbard. Elon Musk is coming back in. Every episode we have, we make fun of this man. We're oh going to get sued. So, <laughs> Elon <laughs> Hubbard. Hang on. What do you think that Elon Musk sent into outer space, into deep space? Do you think that he honestly sent his car, his, his Tesla out there? Yes. No. You don't. You think that he's part of the ploy also? I think they're all part of the ploy. They just don't know it. I think everybody... So you think that he's made to believe that he sent this out? He could be in on it. He might know the whole thing. The the controller of the simulation. Well, and that's... Yeah, I could believe that. I think that's what we discussed during our simulation episode. Yeah. But I, I I truly believe we're sending stuff to space. You think? I do. Yeah, wholeheartedly. But then again, munitions up there to the moon for a long time. Oh, I believe that too. I think there's. I I have heard theories of the dark side of the moon being a base, but I've also heard of it being a Nazi base. Yes, and it's it's fascinating. There's people that that it's called a twenty and back program, Mm -hmm. and there's people that swear that when they were young, they were taken. And these aliens basically told them they're going to be put in this program. And it was the secret space program or it was called something else. And they were taken to like um, the moon and did like a boot camp. And then they were taken to Mars and then other planets to fight these aliens or whatever. It's kind of like a Battlestar Galactica type deal. And then after their 20 years of service is up, they're put back into their original body 
and so, in yeah. mind. So they're basically go back and be young. So, so basically taking, they leave and they left a lived a twenty year life. Yeah. But it was in a, you could kind of present it as like they lived a twenty year life in a dream because when they came back, they were the same as when they left. So somehow they've taken them out like of their back body, in time. Like yeah, a, like a like a, their soul. Yeah, in a sense. Yeah. And it like put them back in like back in time. It's fascinating to hear these people talk about it, man. I know you're sitting there shaking your head, but I'm telling you, it is fascinating. You can call them crackpots or whatever, but it is just interesting. And they've gone through a lot to go to like embed this in their brain to spit off this story. You know, it's 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 fascinating. Not saying I believe it. I, I mean, but. that's that's extremely weird. I mean, to to say that, and I I, I understand what you're saying because we've all talked about the aliens coming and. You know, these people having the out-of-body experiences to where they're, you know, abducted by aliens or taken somewhere or, or done something true. Yeah, probed or, or <laughs> Come, whatever. They're already here. The, the aliens? Yeah, they're yeah. lizard people. And the they lizard were in people. England. Yeah, you're right. Okay. We, well, and Elon Musk. <laughs> not yeah. to bring him back in, but. Uh, why not? I already feel like he's coming after us. Sorry, Adam. <laughs> look at Biden. Aliens. <laughs> All right. Uh, so the so apparently this is a FAA. Um, they're using the FAA to for this one. It says FAA assumes a flat Earth when training pilots using their target generation facility. So an airplane traveling 500 miles per hour would have to compensate for a drop of 2,777 feet every minute to maintain cruising altitude and not to fly off into space. So basically. As they're flying in the sky, they would have to continually pull up because otherwise they're not going to fire or pull down. Otherwise, they're not going to follow the curvature of the earth. They're going to keep going straight and the earth's going to curve. So and they would have to do that like every minute compensate for that. So you're saying they would have to do that if the earth was round. Yes. They would have to compensate for that. Right. Not So you don't think that the the atmosphere is what's keeping... Us from floating out into space. You don't think that there's an atmosphere? Yeah, I think there's a, I think, I think, I don't want to say I think. The way they present it is there's some kind of filament up there. What do you think? I mean, I think it's, I think it's a, like it's a a realm. There's several realms and we're just in one of them, you know, so you can call it a simulation, call it what it is, but. Other dimensions. Yeah, yeah. You know, multiverse, multiverse. things like that. Yeah. Yeah, Amanda's brought that up. Yeah, well, I, I definitely all, believe know, we've, that. We've, we've we've talked about that and how we how we feel we live in in different dimensions. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, yeah. when I got sick, you know, it was Me in another dimension. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. We're it's, sitting here hurting. Where's our money? Yeah, it's so. I think there's hey, multiple. If we get a thousand listeners. We get ten dollars. Yeah, come on. Listeners. I think there's um you know multiple realms out there, and I think there's different you know like you said you know I'm I'm poor in this realm, but the other realm I'm rich. You know I definitely think that, and I think you know with CERN doing what they're doing in Switzerland, I think you know finding the God particle and stuff like they did. Yeah, yeah. I think because so, that happened about 2012, and I really believe that something happened. Well, it got really t- quiet. After, yeah, like they yeah. started finding these particles and. And we're doing some yeah. some interesting research there. Yeah. I, I do remember hearing about it, and then all of a sudden it like dropped. Yeah, like you don't hear a lot about it. Anymore. And that's why I well, think something a theory happened. The world ended mm-hmm. in 2012, yep. and we're just living in a dream right now. Yep, I've heard that too. Yeah, I think mine's a nightmare. Yeah, well, listen, I can tell you, I'm living a freaking nightmare. I mean, <laughs> with everything going on with me, it's it, it is a nightmare. Um, but so back to, so you believe there's like. 
a plastic or, or a filament that yeah. holds us onto this flat earth. Yeah. Yeah. But that makes no sense because eventually when we got close enough to that filament, wouldn't we hit it? Wouldn't we feel it? Are you saying like when we go into space or when we're flying? Yes, but no. Like if we were to walk to Antarctica and say the earth is flat and there's this, well, if we went to the Antarctica ice wall, wouldn't there, if there is a barrier, wouldn't we just hit the barrier so we wouldn't fall off? Yeah. Yeah. And I, I think that's what it is. I don't think it's like, it's just an ice wall. You're on the ocean, you get to the end. There's just an ice wall. I do think there's a period where there's Antarctica, where there, you know, you see ice and everything else. I do think there's some of that, but it's not all of it. You know what I mean? I think just beyond that, that's where the filament kicks in. So, but nobody's see a lot of people don't know this either is that we've flown from North. I mean, sorry, from East to West all the time. You know, planes fly east to west all the time and have been all the way around the entire earth flying that way, right? All the way straight. <laughs> yeah. So the other, uh, the other way going north to south, nobody's done that. Nobody's flown from north to south and gone all the way around the entire earth. Nobody's done it. Well, there's people that have tried to do it. There was a guy that was going to do it for the Guinness World Records and he didn't, he had to turn around for whatever reason. Nobody knows why. And he came back and went the other way and he was, they still gave him the medal, but technically he didn't fly all the way around from north to south. And I think that comes into the, because you can fly east to west. So nobody's ever flown. Yeah, but if you flow from Canada to, to Australia, isn't that basically north to south? No, I'm saying going all the way around though. So they've, they've never coming. gone from north, the North Pole to the South Pole. Exactly, back to the north exactly, Pole. exactly. Nobody's ever done it. Nobody, nobody's ever done it. Nobody. I find that hard to believe. Look it up. Yeah. Because Charles Lindbergh went all the way around. He went around. east to west, yeah. And Amelia Earhart tried to. Yeah. Well, she got lost in the triangle. I'm in enough. a really bad of directions. <laughs> <laughs> she didn't have enough bologna sandwiches. There it is. That uh, tin plane she was flying <laughs> broke apart. So, okay. So we're talking about the ice wall, and, and, and I saw a picture of this ice wall that is supposedly what holds the water in that that holds our oceans in um it's how, been accomplished three times how thick do you think this ice wall is what was that miles, i'm sorry miles well i googled and the interweb said that you might think circling the globe by airplane is no big deal anymore but you'd be wrong surprisingly <laughs> circumnavigating the world via the north pole to the south pole and an airline is a feat accomplished only three times North to south has been accomplished only three times? Yeah. North Pole to South Pole by airline. That's odd. Three times. I, I, I thought would, you just said no one's ever done it. Well, Chris said that no one's ever done it, but uh, Amanda Googled it. And an international flight crew has broken the record for the fastest circum, circumnavigation. Yeah, see, but you're, you're looking up the wrong thing because they're flying from north to south pole, yet pole, yes. So that's no different than the flat earth theory. I'm talking about going from say, the flying from the North to South Pole back to the North Pole going the opposite side. So you're saying, starting on the United That's States side, going toward the North Pole, going on the, let's say, China side mm-hmm. to the South Pole and back on the United States side exactly. and landing in Florida. Exactly. That's Nobody's ever done that. No. Guy tried to do it and he got down to the bottom like the ones you're talking about and he returned back. And he, did, did he give a reason why he turned back? I, no, I think he did, but it was some like, 
nonsense, not enough fuel, whatever. Really? Like, yeah, something stupid like that. That makes sense. Like, not enough fuel. The not enough fuel excuse makes sense. Oh, apparently there are technological, political, and logis- logi- logical, logistical <laughs> reasons that prevent this and make it a challenge. So what I what basically what you're saying there is that there's political reasons, logistical. I'm going with the logical factor of this, but logistical reasons why people can't do that. So like you can't fly over certain areas. Is that what I'm? <clears throat> so it sounds like, and it also sounds like technology was probably because of well the poles. The I would poles assume of yeah. the magnet magnetization, which by the way, the poles are magnet magnetic because of it being a globe. And unless we have an argument for that one, <laughs> oh, I, I, I'm pretty sure I do. I think I remember seeing that. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I remember seeing that. So, there are specific places that planes are not allowed to fly over, and those are Thurmont, Maryland, which is where Camp David, Camp David is, which is understandable. Our, um, Armarillo, Texas, near the, the nuclear assembly plant. Bush Ranch in Crawford, Texas. He has a no-fly zone over his no ranch. no-fly zone over his ranch. Are you kidding me? No. That's freaking awesome. The Naval Submarine Base in Georgia and the Naval Base Kitsap in Washington. That's where they're training the SEALs. Yeah. Uh, Not the Navy SEALs, but the, the spices. Art, art SEALs yeah, yeah. that we talked about. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Currently, no country owns the North Pole. It sits in international waters. Its closest land territory is Canada. So, like, could we go up there and plant a waters flag in there and say on the name of waters? No, Nazis did that. Nazis did that back in World War II. What, for North Pole? They took North Pole? Yeah. No, Antarctica. They did that for North Pole. Oh, sorry. For the North Pole, you can only travel between June and July when the ice is thinner. And all the other months, Santa says, no, sir. <laughs> Why I you travel in the, because I guess you couldn't get an ice breaking ship in there because the ice is so thick. Yeah, that... it says it's something to do with the helicopters and trying to charter planes and helicopters and ships to get through to this kind of fits in with Chris's thing because you now you only have two months that you can fly into or over the North Pole, I yeah. assume. Why is it just those two months? Well, and that's my thing. Why 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 do I have to wait till there's thin ice? I kind of want to land okay. on thick ice. I'm a big boy. So yeah. for Antarctica, Antarctica is the only continent on Earth without a native human population. Since no country owns Antarctica, no visa is required to travel there. But if you are a citizen of a country that is part of the signatory uh, Antarctic Treaty, then you can travel there. Ooh, and that treaty is fascinating. Do you know, so back after World War II, Admiral Byrd, who's a Navy, um, it's a Navy Admiral. Mm-hmm. He <laughs> took an expedition to the North or to the Antarctica and took all like a ridiculous amount of battleships and airplanes and everything else. And they went down there. And apparently he talks about encountering like another species that had flying objects and Nazis mm. and um, has this crazy battle and, you know, pretty much wipes out his entire a good chunk of his fleet. And comes back and talks about it, and they hush him and everything. And not long after that is when the treaty came up. So I think whatever that population, whatever, and I think I don't, I don't think it's a population that lives on on Antarctica. I think 
there's like that's the em- entrance to the you know hollow earth that gets into the hollow earth theory you ever heard about that no no and i haven't even heard about this yeah. treaty so yeah. i'm kind of interested in yeah that. so the hollow earth is basically saying that there's a, a earth inside of our earth you know civilization everything inside oh, really? our yeah like where the dinosaurs yeah. went. do you see the newest king kong godzilla movie oh yeah it, that that yeah. talks about it like a lot yeah. about that theory. So that kind of gives like a entry level to that idea of Hollow Earth. And I, if any, out of most of them, I believe that one as well, along with the realm thing is the, you know, the Hollow Earth. It's just fascinating to, to believe that. And you can't travel up there. You know, there's pictures of a huge opening up in Antarctica. And I, I think that when Admiral Bird went up there, he, when he encountered those um, beings, you know, they attacked him and he came back. And then after that, they sent another expedition up there. And that's when the treaty came up. Mm. So, so it's a, it's kind of like a, a space peace treaty, if you will, for. Antarctica. Yeah. 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 Really? Mm-hmm. They can't establish, I mean, no country can establish a military presence. Yeah. On Antarctica. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's just funny, you know. Um. So back to flying and the flat earth. So apparently most commonly, planes fly east to west, or they fly east. They go east because of the jet stream. So that sounds like, wouldn't they have to just go east? And if you keep going east, that's how you go around the world? Yeah, because the magnet's going to keep it pulling. So as long as you keep going that way, it's going to point to your right, point so, in that but direction. If the Earth is flat. Eventually, you're going to hit the ice. You're not going to be able to. No, and they say that when they do it, you're you're flying on a different plane. You're still making a circle, but you're not making a circle around. You're kind of making a circle. Well, I, I wish that, 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 you know what I mean. I think that's what Savannah was kind of curious about yeah. with the whole bumping into whatever it is that holds us in here. You know, yeah. um, how, how if I went far enough far enough east, am I going to bump into whatever stops me? Mm-hmm. You know, no, because it's good. You're you're gonna continue going. You're going in a circle, but you're going on like a plane circle. So you're saying that I guess the Earth's magnetic field, whatever, <laughs> it's still the North Pole, right? But it's like it. You know, you're so kind of going this way it's instead just, of this way. It's just gonna keep the, I guess, the compass, right, pointed in a certain direction, and you're just gonna fly that direction, mm-hmm. not knowing that you're not going around, right? You're just going in a circle, right? So it's kind of like you're going in a circle instead of like an an oval or right. a um, like cylinder. Cylinder, yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Okay. So now water's another example. So water always finds its level. If the Earth were a giant sphere sphere hurtling through infinite space, then flat level surfaces would not exist here. But since since Earth is in fact an extended plane, this physical property of fluids finding <laughs> and remaining level is consistent with our observations. Sweet Jesus. <laughs> I'm going to need you to repeat all of that because Amy almost showed us what happens when water comes out and finds itself trying to level. <laughs> and I stopped listening because I was worried she was going to drop. Well, honestly, I'm not going to read that one because I don't even know what the hell they're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I was like, I have no idea what the fuck you're She honestly straight drowned herself just now. Was, that was wild. <laughs> no, wasn't ice. Clearly not just ice, huh? <laughs> All right. So this one's uh we see too far. 
It is often possible to see the Chicago skyline from sea level 60 miles away across Lake Michigan. In 2015, Chicago, uh, Chicago. photographer Joshua Nowicki captured this phenomenon. According to the curvature formula, eight inches times miles squared, Chicago should be 2,400 feet below the horizon. So they're saying as far as you can see because of the curvature of the Earth, the model that the NASA, I believe, gives for the curvature of the Earth is eight inches times miles squared. So every mile, it drops eight inches. Does that make sense? So as far as every mile you can see, the Earth should curve eight inches. So there should be eight inches of curve. So it, I don't know, 10 miles, it's going to be whatever, eight, 80 80. 80 inches down. 80 inches down. Yeah. But, okay, so with a flat earth, how would that work for us? Would we just see in a straight plane across? Is that what... what well, yeah, but due to the hills to? and everything like that, you, you're not able to see straight across. Like Chicago, you can't see straight across because there's hills coming up, and that would be on there whether the earth was I flat or not. Like oh, Jesus Christ. I said Chicago. Why is Chicago <laughs> stuck in my mind? Colorado, Colorado yes. Jeez. And crackers. Well, I mean, you're... Actually, uh, so <laughs> By the way, that was all muted. So yeah, I did it to myself. <laughs> I didn't do that. I did it to myself earlier. I forgot to mute myself. <laughs> I wonder if did it get picked up on anybody else's mic though? It probably. Okay. So, so but we're in Florida right now. We are? Well, yeah. All of us are in Florida, right? Yeah. Are we? I mean, I, I, hell, I don't know. The earth is round. So flat or what is it? So where I are think we? it's a star. Yeah. Well, that's what they, that's what they want you to believe. Oh, they being. Right? NASA, I guess. <laughs> and Galileo and uh, whoever else. So mm-hmm. we're in Florida. It's pretty flat here. Yeah. So you're telling me that I can't see, or I should be able to see, like, to Key West? If my vision was that good, let's say. Yeah, if your vision was that good, you would be able to see that. But given the Earth's curvature, I don't know how far Key West exactly is from here, however many miles, it's yeah. it would go down eight inches every mile. So you technically, you wouldn't be able to see it. And that's what they're saying with this picture, is that he's 80, 60 miles away from Lake on Lake Michigan, looking across Lake Michigan, right. and he can see the um, Chicago skyline. Right. So, given the flat Earth or the globe model, he shouldn't be able to see that because Chicago would be twenty two thousand four hundred feet below the horizon. So, some of these you would see maybe the top of some of these buildings, but you wouldn't be able to see the, the complete skyline like that. Does it make sense? Yeah. Yeah. I. 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 I That's I get what he's it. saying. I, but- Maybe he's in the middle of the lake. No, he's in the middle of Lake Michigan looking 60 miles. Hello? Well, how about that? It's my husband. He wants to be a part of this. So, but, okay. No, he, but that's what he said. He said he's, this guy's in the middle of Lake Michigan looking 60 miles towards the Chicago, right? Yeah. The Chicago skyline and he can see the skyline and he shouldn't be able to is what he's trying to what he's trying to prove. He should probably be able to see the tops of the buildings. 
Um, Let me see the picture again, Chris, please. And you see how he sees the whole, you can pretty much see like the whole skyline, mm-hmm. you know. And it should be, you should be seeing like the top of that building probably only because it should be 24 feet, 2,400 feet up. up. Right. See, that looks photoshopped because I'm looking at the picture right now and we'll probably post it on Instagram. But you see how the sky is like so pink? It's well, almost like an unnatural pink. Yes, I agree, but I think it's also it's zoomed in really far because he's sixty miles away, so he's got that camera probably maxed out, so it's going to distort and. Pixelate. So then their argument doesn't make doesn't work either. If right, because if you're zoomed images. in, wait a minute. Okay, you just proved a point for me, guys. If you're zooming in, does that zoom turn and go around the curvature? I'm not a photographer. <laughs> It doesn't I'm matter. Not, what do they call it, it zooms straight. It doesn't zoom <laughs> and look yeah, over I objects. Remember, but I, I was gonna, I was gonna throw it out there if I was smart enough to remember that. I'm not an image taker. Im- imaginer. Im- Im- yeah, something, whatever that is. <laughs> no, but it's just zooming zoom, straight. But it's not zoom zooming. It brings you closer to the object you're looking at. Yes, but it doesn't look over something. If I zoom in with a picture, I'm not gonna look. Over, over that curve. shelf. Yeah, I'm not going to look over the curve. It's just going to zoom in at the top of that Okay, bend. but you do yeah. see the curve because if you're, like, going closer, like, if as you get closer to the city, you're able to see the smaller aspects on the ground, where here I can just see the buildings. I don't see the humans and all the people well, yeah, and stuff like very that. Very true. I that's think, distortion. I think, and that's a, there's an excuse for that, too, is there's a, a distortion. Of course there's an excuse for everything. <laughs> yeah. excuse, for excuse for everything. I'm yeah. telling you. I think about like when we go on the boat, right? And I see the Tampa, I can see the buildings. And then as we get closer and closer, then I can see, oh, look, there's the Marriott. There's like the people, the palm trees. You And you bring up a good point, Amanda. And Chris, you've been out on, on pretty decent expeditions on the boat. Yeah. As you're traveling away from land to go fishing, what happens to the land? Are you? No, no. Say that again. It goes away as you're traveling away from the land, right? Going fishing, and you're sitting on the back of the boat, looking at the, at the, at the shore, at the beach, and going, "Ha, this is going to be a great day." Um, Where does the land go? It kind of sinks in the water. Yes, then sink in the water. It kind of distorts. It kind of fades out because you're getting so far away. That the atmosphere, whatever that's keeping us in, the filament or whatever, is kind of distorting it. It's not necessarily. You don't see it like fall off anything. (laughs) <laughs> I mean, I, we just made the same face, Dave. I, I, I feel like I'm making a really stupid face to you because I don't believe what the hell you're saying. You've never watched it sink I've watched into it the not ocean. sink. It kind of fizzles out. It, it doesn't fizzles really, out. Yeah, it doesn't sink. No, Please it goes go get your away. Eyes like it, it goes away, yes, but it's not like... Yes, it yes, is. It is. No. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. <laughs> It no. is a thousand no. percent. No. Uh, this like, is where I need, This is where I wish Uncle Jack was still sitting at the table because I would like to hear his perspective on it. Okay, are we talking about going on the boat at day or at night? Well, no, it's it's it shouldn't matter. It doesn't matter. No, it doesn't matter because no, it you have does because at night you've got all the lights I, on, and then as the you, oh my gosh, <laughs> as you drive away from Tampa, Tampa's like really lit up, so. Well, that's light, light pollution is because of that. What? Yes. So light, no, light no, no, no. that's a real about thing. The, lights, no, I, I, the buildings. I understand what you're saying. Yeah, that's causing light pollution, which is what's causing it to be lit up and to take up so much space. If you're out in the middle of nowhere, like on a cruise, oh, sorry, Dave. 
then, and there is no light pollution, then you actually can see farther because you're not having light pollution like mess up the stars and what you're seeing. I, I understand. And you can see the curvature of the ocean. I understand what you're saying, Savannah. Where no, and as you're pulling away and you're looking at the lights, where did, did they disappear? They the disappear. They don't fizzle. I don't know what no. they stop well, listening to your cousin. They don't fizzle, they drop, they sink into the water. The I, buildings I do, but the lights fizzle out. So here's the answer, guys. So over the curve. So it's a common misconception that boats disappear out of sight because of the curvature of the earth. The introduction of the Nikon P nine hundred and the P one thousand have posed a real problem for that supposed curve of the earth. So if you look at these pictures. Oh, it's gone. Yeah, screw that up. Just like the things that go into the earth. So here it is, no zoom. Here it is, zoomed, and here it is, super zoomed. So no zoom, it looks like it's not there, right? Yeah. But when you zoom in, you clearly see a boat. Okay, no, that boat was added by a computer. That uh, is no, not no, real. Not, no, it is because on the middle, if you look at the middle picture, Chris, the hull of the boat is not as visible as it is with the super zoom. That's what I'm saying. It's so right. it, it looks like it's underwater. Right. But it's not because of the curvature of the earth. Because what the hell is it? Because of a wave? It's possible. No. There's nothing to zoom in on that, to be able I'm to see you. that. That boat was added the same way that I add. They did it. There's videos pictures. out there of them doing it, like zooming in sure and zooming out. No, Chris, look at the look at the cloud. Look at the clouds. You can see a curve in the picture. Can you hear him? It's it's subtle, but you can see it. You can see what? There's a slight curve in the picture. It's not a perfect straight line. Well, until you get to the super zoom, which is fake. Well, you can look at the clouds and tell that the whole sky is different. Like in the first two pictures, the no zoom and the zoom, the clouds are completely different. Well, I do see the clouds move in the sky. So it yeah, could have that one. What the hell? <laughs> you could have just like, been the Clyde's clouds moving. Clyde's, Clyde's all the Clydesdales yeah. are trotting <laughs> across the sky right now. No, so I, I okay, I understand the clouds move. You're glad we got that. Um, I don't know if that's like a a, a projected image that just kind of slides across and then like reloops. Um, <laughs> but. No, if you're, if you're right, if you're taking one picture and you're going no zoom, okay, here's the original photo, right? And then you're going, let's zoom in on that photo. Now you see the little boat, and the boat comes in the picture, and then you get the super zoom. Well, here's the freaking boat because it's a flat earth and you can see it. The cloud would be the same cloud, yes or no? Because you're using the same picture. That boat should be moving across the water. So here's a video this is a buoy. Okay. That's not Photoshop. Oh, now it's got a pee. Oh, it's a buoy. Okay, the shakiness of the camera is just making a mess. I th I'm pretty sure they zoom out. Yeah, he zooms out. Yeah, but you can still see it there. Look, you now you can still see what there? It's right. Oh, okay, no, I lost it. You can still see what there, Mana? Uh, I don't see anything now. <laughs> no, but okay. How small is a buoy compared to that's just pulling an away from land? Huh? How how small is a buoy compared to pulling away from land? The most natural. Well, how tall is the buoy? No, 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 no. Okay. Well, so question, let's yes. compare a buoy to driving away from Clearwater Beach or skyline. 
Or okay, doesn't matter. It still follows the same principle. It, if you can see the buoy, then you're definitely going to see the skyline. You know what right. I mean? Right. But as you pull away from the buoy, where does the buoy go? It just fizzles out. Yeah, that's what you just can't see because your eyes aren't good, strong enough to see it. But you don't when have, you, watch you can't the, zoom your eyeballs. Well, thank God. <laughs> no, nope. uh, I kind of wish I did. Yeah, that'd be cool. when you watch the land, the land. I'm telling it. it I you think, don't feel it falls below the curvature. No, I just think it fizzles out to terrible, terrible description for that, but it kind of fades. fades. It fades. It, it like doesn't literally the fog. It's not like a puppet show where at the end of the puppet show, they just drop down. Right. It's not like that. It yeah. just kind of fades out where your eyes can't see it any longer. If you had binoculars or a P900 or P1000 Nikon that can zoom ridiculous amount, then yeah, you could probably still see it because you're zooming in. Seeing so if, it. if I go 35 miles out and I have this huge zoomable telescope or what have you, I should still be able to see the skyline. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. don't believe that. Yeah. I mean, you know, I, I guess that sounds stupid to some extent, but because I've never tried it, but I'd like to, I honestly, I, I would like to. I'd like to go ahead and test the theory. Right. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I, mean, I would, I would definitely like to test that theory and say, okay, well, let's go 30 miles out and see where the land goes in this telescope. Yeah. Can I still see this Marriott or what have you? Yeah. I like boats. <laughs> I mean, I'm a fan. Boats and hose. <laughs> I'm down. Catalina Wine Festival. Just Catalina, Catalina Wine Mixer. Wine Mixer. Come on. I know. Fail. It's the number one <laughs> helicopter leasing <laughs> event. Boats and hose. All right, so this one's about sun rays. So the sun is smaller than Earth and very close. We can trace... Some- Wait, whoa, 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 whoa. I'm sorry. The sun is smaller than the Earth, or at least very close in size. That's no what way. you're saying. It says smaller than Earth and very close. We can trace the angle of the rays back to their source above the clouds. <laughs> the sun is clearly not massive or 93 million miles away, but relatively close. We have clearly... <laughs> Deviated from the flat earth. Oh, this this is theory. this is definitely we are black saying, belt conspiracy theory. Oh yeah, we're shit definitely right throwing NASA oh, under yeah. the bus right now. I'm going yeah. <laughs> no horn. No, but there's proof that the sun is so much bigger than the Earth. How? Science it's and NASA has proven it. Science, <laughs> science. <laughs> Say that again, babe. Um, science. Mm, uh, Adam, say again. Oh. oh, did we lose you? I wish I knew called. I could have, I could have plugged him into the. <laughs> thing I think here. we lost him. All right, so jet streams. So jet streams on globe Earth versus flat Earth. Which one makes more sense? So here's jet streams on the globe Earth on the left here. That's what apparently the jet streams look like. Right on a globe. This is what they would look like on a flat Earth. Which one makes more sense? This one makes more sense with the squiggly lines. Because I've grown up with the globe. You've grown accustomed to having a globe? I've grown grown accustomed to the world being round and not (laughs) in a flat donut shape. I I, I believe that the jet streams being squiggly are true. And the reason for that is our weather is not the same. It's not? No, it isn't. The same as well, especially in Florida. Like every five minutes, we have a different. Well, yeah, I'm not pattern. saying. Yeah, I'm not saying the so, jet streams well, don't exist. Well, okay, 
But if we had the same jet stream as that picture illustrates as one donut over, you know, the, the certain places. So red is over, let's say red is over Florida a hundred percent of the time, because that just is where the circle is. Well, I don't think it fluctuates. I think it fluctuates like in and out of the circle. I don't think it fluctuates like oh, completely well, that. wrapped around. You know what I mean? I think it. Um, can we go back for a second? The sun. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still on this thought. The sun is the same size or smaller than the earth. Yeah. That's what they're saying. No. It's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. And he comes in hot. I've never been to the sun. I do worship it. That's where Um, most religions religions come from, sun worship. I love the sun. Well, I love the sun, but I wouldn't say worship Oh, yeah. When I was in college, we would go and sit outside on the docks and hang out the alligators until the pool opened. So and then you, we go to the pool, and then we come to class. And my English in teacher sun, was like, "How was the sun? sun, my sun worshippers?" And we said it was great. Well, that's against all Bible religion that I was taught. Most religions started out as sun worship. Yeah, raw, baby, raw. That's what I like cats. Anyways, the sun is equal or smaller than the Earth. How conceited and nepotistic are we to think that we are as big? as the thing that literally gives us life. If the sun goes away, we die. Not in a day, not yeah. in two, in hours. Yeah, but who's? why does it have to be that big to still provide that whatever you're talking about? All those things. It because doesn't have it to be massive to, to provide Because it's not things. just us. It needs to reach all nine, eight, well, I count Pluto, so nine. Well, I, yeah, I definitely count Pluto. Okay, but it, it doesn't well, have to be big to do that. Eight or nine planets. It doesn't. Yes. Where's the light bulb? <laughs> you know, light bulb. <laughs> well, I mean, like, no, it, it, they, they have a small great... Small things do big things jobs. Yeah, yeah, saying, yes, you know? tell Savannah that I'm, because she's short. I'm well aware that the small uh, things accomplish big, wow, big maneuvers. Um <laughs> but, no, you know, like come on, man. Some of us, some of no. us work with small tools, L- and like, they accomplish light big things. Light theory, light theory itself would tell you that it has to be as big as it is in order for it to like reach out to the planets that it does. Uh, man, the LEDs that they create now. LED. So the sun's an LED. No, I'm not or... saying that. But you're saying there <laughs> has to be a big ball. She's saying it has to be a big ball for it to reach all these places. It does places. have to be a massive. Yes, yes. But LEDs, no, I get that. I've seen those. But Look the, how I small can. Jupiter is compared to this big ball of gas that provides us. And we've seen it. We've light. literally that's seen just a it diagram, though. A what is that proving? That's just somebody. To, I can that yeah, I could put cat in the hat on the in the table and say that that was a real story. You know, it wasn't. Wait a minute. <laughs> I'm sorry. You're not taking away my childhood. Um, you I mean, I, I'm not, not prepared for you to tell me that the sun is the same size as the earth I, and, and see, the cat didn't wear a fucking hat. <laughs> <laughs> this is not the day and this is not the time. What is the difference of earth from the sun? The sun is about 864,400 miles across. So, <laughs> see, I feel like... I, I don't really believe this stuff, but I feel like I'm trying to argue that this is legit. And so it's kind of difficult because I don't wholeheartedly believe it. 
You However, don't wholeheartedly believe the, the believe the flat Earth theory. No, no, no. Well, I, I do you think, wholeheartedly believe that the sun is equal? No, I, no. I don't. Earth. I don't know. I mean, but you can't. It's like one of those things. You you have to question everything. You, you know, you're being told this by whoever, teachers, whoever. But who's to say that's that liberal education I got? Legit, you know what I mean. Just because somebody else is telling you—that's what I was trying to say about the cat in the hat and the, you know throwing a table and saying it's. Stop a- ruining our <laughs> well, no, okay. So I, I understand that, and and I agree. You have to question everything that's thrown at you, or you should. You know, if you're, I guess, intelligent or or what have you, you're going to have questions about things that that are that is said or or, or presented to you. I live in Florida, lived here my whole life, live across the state from NASA, seen rockets across the state shooting to the sky. Where do they go? Space. Well, that's what you're told. Where else are they going to go? Who knows? I've seen them shoot rockets in the sky, too, and they land somewhere else, though. Those are missiles. No, I'm saying, well, it could just be a missile. It could be going and landing somewhere else, you know? Who's enough? Chris, we would that was see a great that. song. If, if no, you wouldn't see it because if, if it lands in the middle of the ocean somewhere. Well, no, no and that's true. No, Chris, that or, Savannah, no. Chris? I did. Because um, <laughs> I was trying to debate between both of you and it's getting very difficult. That's rude. No, so what Chris is saying is kind of true because when NASA launches these rockets that land in Jamaica or wherever they land, um, there's usually like boosters or something like that that are on these rockets and they come off and you you can see those fall to the ocean. So you just muted mine. So that's, that's cool. That's Amanda's. She's two. We're going to have to edit that out. So, but yeah. So no, I get what you guys are saying, but Chris, you do kind of see it fall. If they're big enough, you'll, you'll see them fall from yeah. wherever they're coming from. You know, good old Elon Musk now lands his rockets. They don't fall into the ocean. Um, That's what I'm saying. It could be just, land, you know, falling somewhere else. Have you ever seen when the guys that went to the moon came back? Did you ever see that interview? Not personally. Oh, not live, but like the recording of it. They look like they're, we're told that they can't talk about anything. You know, I get they're tired and stuff, but it wasn't like it was immediately after. No, no, it was it, weeks after. There were there were certain things that they were told they were not allowed to talk about. And I think sure. yeah, and I think and they went to their deaths not metallic. Yeah. And I think metallic? that they no. there's lost like radio transmissions and then when they're on the moon saying that there's ships in the distance. Well, no, I still believe that there's a yeah. lot of radio transmissions from NASA to them and 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 vice versa that are are muted. You know, and I still believe that some of these rockets that we send up, because I believe they go to space, but I believe there are some yeah, I mean, that aren't. Honestly, I believe it goes into space too. I don't believe that it's, you know, like I said, I don't totally believe in the flat earth theory, but I just, you know, I don't know for sure because I've never been to space. No, me I, either. <clears throat> and so I, I can't, I, I mean, I've been on an airplane and thought I've seen the curvature of the earth, but. But it could be the windows. Those windows, a lot of those windows are like fish-eyed. They're very concave. Yeah. For the pressure. Yeah. So it could be just the fisheye causing an illusion of the curve looking out that window. Because there's photos. I can show you photos all day long that people take like on a natural lens, not a fisheye. Mm. And there's the horizon is flat. And if the Earth's curved, the horizon should shouldn't. Off somewhere. Yeah, there oh, should be but, curves to the horizon, not totally flat if the Earth's round. Right. You know? Yeah. So that's the other thing that kind of plays into it is that, yeah, I don't believe it's flat, but I can kind of see some of their points. And these people that 
study this and like live flat earth and you hear them talk about it, I'm telling you, you'll be a, a believer by the end. hundred percent. Well, I mean, I'm reading some of this stuff, you know, reference to flat earth on, you know, on, on my computer as, as we go across this, like we said, we didn't do any research or anything like that. So we're just kind of shooting from the hip here, but you know, they talk about, you know, how gravity could be, uh, have a mysterious twin brother. And I'm going to read this is from mindblastingabraham.wordpress. Um, once I asked a well-educated relative of mine how a helicopter that is static for a few minutes in midair on a certain latitude-longitude position remains in the same position in spite of the earth below it traveling at tremendous speed. I was told, and what is commonly quoted proof, again, theoretical, and this is one, this one is super imaginary, that the atmospheric pressure pushes the helicopter along with the earth and who exactly is calcu- and who exactly has calculated that pressure remember the pressure should be so strong that it should push a 30,000 kilo copter smoothly above the earth while allowing birds weighing only 1 or 2 kilos to casually fly through it so i guess what they're saying is that the the atmosphere or whatever would keep the helicopter over a fixed position because it's spinning as the earth's spinning so it's keeping it right. over and came same constant motion i mean i can I, yeah that kind of makes sense um but yeah that kind of makes sense i've heard that explained as well um i think there is a, a rebuttal for that for the flat earthers and i'm just not doing it justice because we didn't do a research <laughs> but i'm pretty sure there's a rebuttal for that this is one of my favorite articles i just pulled up <clears throat> it's a phd thesis and the student's thesis is declaring the Earth to be flat, unmoving, young, about 13,000 years old, and the center of the universe. Okay, so there again, we go back to your comment to Chris earlier about the sun. How are we so naive that we think that we are the center of the universe? Like We did, don't think that there's more out there. Did we just go back into the medieval times? <laughs> what? So you know that every... What? photo NASA's presented of the Earth is either CGI'd or photoshopped? No. Yes. No. You mean cleaned up? Yeah, just, yeah, photoshopped. The pictures of the stars? No, 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 no the pictures of the, the Earth. pictures of the Earth and stuff like that. They do clean it up because it's... Yeah. They add clouds. Yeah, but come on. We got really, really good cameras out there. Come on. No, we do. Not good but enough to take, like... A clean picture of the Earth? Well, again, yes. you know, in... Off a space station and one of your satellites. Well, okay, you were talking. (laughs) That was good. You were saying that the airplanes' uh, windows are concaved or are fisheyed. Well, what do you think the space station's windows look like? And they're very concave because they have to hold pressure inside. Not real. (laughs) (laughs) No, I mean, but if they're going up there planning on taking pictures, I'm sure that you can make the window a little less fisheyed. I don't know that they can like roll down that window up there. Well, it's not that. It's just that they're they're talking. About, they're not just talking about removing the fisheye look to it. We're talking about adding clouds to it. I mean, whether it's fisheye or not, it should still be a clean picture that you I don't, don't need to add. They are. They're adding clouds. Yeah, there's pictures out there where you could see that the f- clouds are photoshopped. Pull up one of these pictures. Oh, I think man. this picture just looks really. I mean that that is clearly so clear on. Amazing. That's a NASA <laughs> taking picture right there for sure. It's a cartoon. It's a cartoon picture. Legit, of the Earth. Well, yeah, what we're looking at is like a child drawing a picture of the, of the Earth. 
I'm trying to find. I was trying to a, find like an actual picture. Definitely not an actual picture. Um, There's a Russian satellite. CGI. They definitely Wait, tell okay. the truth. Do we trust the Russia Russians, does not CGI their photos. They do not alter anything because they, they would never lie. They would especially never, about Putin? never. Putin would never lie, especially about the invasion of Ukraine and yes, Putin is what the America most was doing with Ukraine. Didn't happen. So wait, what you're telling me, sir? You have to you have to zoom in on it, but they've they've circled boxes or boxed around the clouds. But if you zoom into the circled boxes, yeah, circled boxes. If you zoom in on it, and you can see it, they've highlighted boxes. (laughs) Say this is not a real zoom in real tight. I did, but you can't. I mean, there's only so tight that you can zoom in. But you can you can see it enough. Freaking clouds. And it's multiple. Oh, look. See how it has that hook. And then this so somebody the wasn't, didn't feel like doing their job and they like... Copy, copy and paste the clouds instead of being original. A lot like other. I do things in my life. Hiding something. Could be they're hiding something. Over the ocean? What are they hiding? Yeah, it could be an alien base. Like uh, okay. they, they see the... the yeah. Really? Yeah, there's that's a big thing. Like mm-hmm. the one, the Navy photos or videos that came out recently, the one of them had the object going in the water, like going underwater. So you think there's underwater okay. alien bases? No. Yes, Probably I'm telling underwater. you. Okay, if you were saying underwater Nazi base, then that would make more sense. Wait a freaking minute. <laughs> why why adding Nazi to it? It didn't change because, anything. Because there's, like, I wouldn't say proof, but there's kind of proof that the Nazis have built, like, concrete tunnels to try and escape. And it was rumored that they were going to try and escape to Antarctica and make a base in Antarctica. Yeah. Well, I don't know that it was rumored. R- rumored. I think they I think did. It actually happened. Yeah. Well, they tried to, and it didn't work. How do you know? Because people have gone in those tunnels, and they've been blocked off. Have you been to Antarctica? So apparently, yes. here, apparently, looking at the past military operations that involved the Antarctic, Operation Deep Freeze, Operation High Jump, and Operation Fishbowl, um, also interviews with Richard E. Byrd, which is the admiral I was telling you about. And uh, apparently they're very telling to prove the uh, flat earth theory. So that's, I'm telling you, it's fascinating to hear their accounts of doing those operations in the Antarctic, and especially what Admiral Byrd encountered. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. wait. So you're telling me that the sun is <laughs> You're still stuck on the freaking sun. That's great. I love it. We're Actually, still no. on that. <laughs> still, I haven't, I haven't moved past that. Um, but how do you explain like the different levels of the Earth, like the like the core and the um, other part, and that one part above that part? Oh, the outer core and the mantle and the upper mantle and the crust. Which we've is- we've only the furthest. Oh, what was what's the furthest? Russia is the one that did it. That you were looking at a picture and. Oh yeah, because I didn't know any of that. I just remember there was a core, and that it was apparently quite hot. And if it cools, we're screwed. So we've only dug. Uh, it was in it was in uh, Russia, I believe. I can't remember what it is. I'm trying to look it up how deep it was, but we've only dug so deep down into the so f- 12.2 kilometers. This is the deepest we've dug. So it's like 40,230 feet. Thank you. Um. So we can't, there's only so much you could prove about what the earth is made out of. I so mean, how do we know that, that there's a core and an outer exactly. core? Exactly. How do we know? 
because of okay, they say oh because of volcanoes, because of this, because of that, but well, it could be people Luka in the hollow earth. And his colleagues found that there was a thermal conductivity of the bridge magnet that was one point five times higher than expected. I don't know what any of that means. Me neither. Yeah, it's pretty good. But they could have been that's how we know that there's a core dude that could be the people in the hollow earth having a bumping well, party and it's shaking the the top earth so you're thinking they made a cup Wait, of coffee pretty hot yeah slid right over yeah could be <laughs> could be so uh, i uh, since we're going back on to what we've recently <laughs> talked about um flying above the south pole i just found this story and i thought this was fascinating it was pretty funny um and again, this is on Mind Blasting Abraham. Once a scientist friend of mine started arguing, and this is referenced the flying North Pole, South Pole, you know, circumferencing the Earth, you know, on a north, north-south axis. Um, once a scientist friend of mine started arguing with me about the shape of the Earth, obviously defending its globalness, um, I told him to do a small experiment and get back to me. He hasn't gotten back to me about the experiment yet. All I asked him to do was take a globe and place a miniature plane on NZ and fly the plane over the South Pole towards Argentina. I asked him to pause when the plane is right above the pole and just check the position of the plane. Scientists would immediately say that because of gravity, we won't feel that we are upside down. But the wise would note, and I had not mentioned about the people inside the plane. Right. I just wanted you to note the position of the plane. Can a passenger aircraft fly upside down for so long without any technical problems. So what this guy is saying is, as we are flying on a north-south axis and we get to the south pole, the plane is upside down. It's inverted, a passenger plane. That, 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 that's convincing that the Earth is... Is uh, flat. Yeah. Because if you're upside down, then that, how, that means that people in Australia would be upside down all the time, so the cars wouldn't work. No, no, no. Australia is on the side. It's it's under the equator. Like New Zealand and some other countries around there too. So that would be the same principle. They couldn't drive cars there because the shit would be upside down. Well, okay. It continues on. It says, what's more funny is the fact that even well-educated people quickly add that because of the size of the earth, we will not feel upside down. The question is not what we feel. The question is, what is the position of the aircraft at the equator of the South Pole? No matter how big the earth, at some point, the plane has to be totally vertical and totally upside down. Remember, the earth does not rotate downside up. Yeah, but that shouldn't matter because of the whole gravity thing. Everything's pulling down towards the earth. Well, no, that, but, that's not, but that's, that's not what he's saying. What he's saying, and you wouldn't feel upside down because your body, your I guess earth or gravity would make you feel like you're. If it exists. If, if it exists. <laughs> And, you know, well, we don't know that because we've never flown north-south in the circumference that way, as Chris has said earlier. However, um, so what they're saying, Chris, is, and, and Amanda and, and Savannah, is that when the plane reaches the South Pole, it's completely upside down and it would have mechanical issues. I don't believe it. Well, even, with the, it even, with the, even with the globe theory, that wouldn't make sense. Well, how do you mean? Because if... That would make anything that's let blow on the earth, like if you go to Antarctica or anything like that, everything on that ground would be inverted then and everything would be falling down. Well, because why does the toilet spin backwards in Africa? Australia. 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 
Oh, yeah. Sorry, I don't know because the way the jets are pointed in the toilet, I guess the way they make their jets, I don't know. No, they say once you cross the the equator, yeah. the spin is different. Isn't that the gravity? Because the way they, the Earth's axis is. If gravity exists, well, but that okay. So now Here, because, there's a scientific explanation for it. All right, what's the scientific explanation? Number three caller. Yeah. Because <laughs> of the rotation of the Earth. The Corollius effect means that hurricanes and other giant storms swirl counterclockwise and clockwise in the southern hemisphere. Hmm. That's because the rotation of the Earth. Thank you, caller. Okay, so uh, on on that, Adam. But okay, on that. So it spins one way in the northern hemisphere, a different way in the southern hemisphere because of the Coriolis effect. Correct. Is that what? That's basically what you're saying, right? Okay, why do things go in an opposite direction? I mean, why at the equator is everything reversed? Because the Coriolis effect. Because the spinning in a different direction. So what you're saying is the northern hemisphere is spinning, let's say, right to left, and the southern hemisphere is spinning left to right? No, because you're, like, on an axis, and so it's all spinning this way. But, like... It's like if this was the Earth. Well, that's pretty flat. I know. I don't have a. Here. If this was the Earth, right? Yeah. I guess our listeners can't see this, but Chris can edit this part out. It's spinning like this. You're going to pour Mountain Dew out on your computer. I know. On my new computer. Don't tell my husband. Yeah. At least you have Apple Care on it. <laughs> it's true. So you don't believe the airplanes on the South Pole would be upside down and it would affect the flight of the airplane? Planes can fly upside down. Not for, not a passenger plane and not for uh, an extended period of time. Of course, dude, it's actually a cool story. The guy who first created the, uh, what, 737 or something when he was trying to sell it. They did a full 360 in it. It's the only time it's ever been done. That's how he sold it. Was he showed he showed the investors and stuff that his jet, his 737 could do a full 360 in midair. So yes, they can fly upside down. But for how long? This as long as the pilot can successfully do it. Now, if you have that guy who flew over the Hudson, yeah, he'll probably be able to do it a long time. Well, I think Whatever it's fuel injected. If carbureted carbureted airplanes, no, they couldn't because the fuel wouldn't fall into the carburetor. Wouldn't be put into the carburetor. Wouldn't make it to it. So fuel injected motors, I'm guessing, or I don't know. I'm not a I'm not a mechanic by any means. Well, a fuel injected motor pulls gas from yeah a from the from the tank in the same manner, right? Out of a tube, right? Out of through you know through a filter at the bottom of the at the bottom of the tank or whatever. Yeah, if you invert this airplane your fuel leaves where your tube's sitting and goes to the top of the tank yeah essentially showing a full tank if you will mm. um let, let's do top gun because i love this movie um oh, when when maverick and goose uh, they they come across the the russian or the soviet plane right and then they're questioned well how can you have taken this picture because a mig can't do an inverted dive well it did and he saw it do an inverted dive. Okay, so that's military planes, and I can understand that they have some sort of, I guess, development in in their tanks. But I don't think that they would spend that much money to put that into a into a civilian seven thirty seven 
to fly upside down Dave, for a length of time. Yes. Dave, I don't know how to tell you this, but Top Gun is not a real thing. It's <laughs> a movie. Destroy my Tom Cruise was not only a ace fighter no. pilot; he was a great race car driver. See Days of Thunder. Okay. No, no, he, I, he, I don't know how to tell you this, but he he did not, not jump off child. of you the Burj Khalifa. Wreck he, my childhood. <laughs> Do not take this away from me and Tom Cruise. He's also, he's also you know a Scientologist. He was a fantastic lawyer. <laughs> he was a Scientologist. And represented a football player played by Cuban Gooding. He did. That is However, true. Jerry Maguire. And I, and I think this is where his movies went down is when he joined Scientology. He joined but Scientology because of Top Gun. No, he did not. Yes, he did. That's how he learned how to fly. What? Yes. He knew how to fly? Yes. No. Because he was dyslexic. <laughs> okay, he was having he's a hard time. That's untrue. That's Technically, Tom Cruise was a fighter pilot because he did all his own stunts. So he flew the plane. So t- in a way, in a way, he's a fighter pilot and a race sure. car driver. He is as much of a fighter pilot as I am an anthropologist or a paleontologist. Because one time I got to like sweep off the dirt off dinosaur bones. Dinosaur bolts. Dinosaurs don't exist. <laughs> what the hell? Here we go. Chris, no. <laughs> My whole childhood is going down the freaking drain right now. That we don't have a globe. No dinosaurs. Tom Cruise was not a fighter pilot or a race car driver. In a way, this is horrible. Mm. Or how do you, they're circular? But how do you know they're globe shaped? We see that there's a circle. What do you see? You just see a circle. You don't see a whole sphere. Well, if you're looking at the moon, and I, I agree with Adam. of it, so we know it's turning. It's like, why would they all be that, and we would be flat? You know, because we're the center of the universe, <laughs> and the sun is smaller or the exact same size as the Earth. I just I heard could, you take a big just, sigh. This is like one of those conspiracy theories that just it, it is the most outlandish of all of them. Because like we have scientific experiments that we've set up that definitively prove the Earth is round, and they it's have so simple. They have like, several that prove it the other way too. Of years ago, thousands those those, those ancient ass fucks knew how to make this, how to, how to figure it out. So I guess the Earth's not flat, huh? The sun is smaller or the same <laughs> size as the Earth. Well, I don't know. I mean, this whole airplane thing has me jacked up now. But I, I mean, I understand what you're saying. You know, if, if people in Africa aren't falling off the freaking continent. Yeah. So I say it can go either way. I Look, I, I think it can go either way until I see it for myself, to be honest. I think I have seen it for myself. I mean, I've, I, astro projecting, astro pro projecting. projecting. No, astro projecting. No, I no. When I when you fly on an airplane, I feel that you can see the curvature of the Earth. I, I feel, don't know. Well, I, you're right. I I don't know. I don't know if it's if it's the concave windows. I don't know if it's you know something like that. But I feel that the the Skyline sinks below the water. I feel that there's a curvature of the earth if I look out far enough when I'm on an airplane at 35,000 feet. I I think it's round, but 
then I do have some questions. And this whole podcast has brought me to question myself. Yeah, yeah. I'd like to have a guest on to talk deeper into this at some point in our future when we get to that level. Um, Because he could explain it a whole lot better than I can and have answers. He would have answers for all the uh, your guys' rebuttals. Who would your guest be? David Weiss. You would want David Weiss? Yeah. You think he would come on? Yeah, I th- yeah, I think he would. Yeah, I mean, I'd be interested to talk to somebody. You know, yeah, I'd in, like to have a, realm. I'd like to have a follow up episode on this and kind of dive deeper into it and have somebody that really actually knows something about the flat Earth, besides me just looking some stuff on the old interwebs. No, I agree with you. I, um, I think that having a professional... can we bring like a phys- physicist? Also, they've done on? that. They, they, he's he's done that with with. There's debates with him on podcasts with other people that don't believe it, and it's. Most of the time, it get, it gets off topic when they do that. I've noticed is that I'm sure. you, you know it just gets crazy off topic, and not necessarily that they're arguing ready to fist fight, but it just ends up way off on tangents that it's like they're not even debating anymore, you know. So, yeah. But anyway, I think that's it, guys. I uh, want to thank everyone. It's been fun, and we didn't have as many guests as we like to, but I think we we made it happen with what we did. This has been so crazy. If you feel like you also don't understand why they think that the sun is equal or smaller <laughs> sizes to the earth. Reach out to us, the Waters Runs Deep uh, podcast at gmail.com, and let us know that you agree. Also, sorry if you're like, who the hell has been talking? What is going on? I promise that at least two thirds of us are sober. Yeah. 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 I'm and so, uh, yeah. that's where we're. Well, I mean, you know, I, I'm still curious about this whole freaking airplane thing. Now this got me all jacked up. If a plane goes to the South I'm Pole, so is it upside down? About the- Whole thing. Thank so you. With a man. Yes. <laughs> because all of my life, granted it's only 13 years, but all of my life I've been told the sun is just the sun is bigger than us. Far bigger. Okay, for all my life, most of my life I've told that Santa Claus is real, but guess what? Yeah, Don't you do that. It wasn't guess not what? today. <laughs> Not, not ruin, today. Do not ruin these kids. You ruined the sun. You ruined Dr. Seuss. And, and now Santa Claus. Not today, Christopher. What the hell today. with Santa Claus? Easter Bunny. You ruined Bunny. Top Gun. <laughs> You're welcome. Tom and Cruise. Thunder. Easter Bunny and, and uh, the Tooth Fairy. Chris, oh. shut up. I'm going to show this coke. <laughs> the next thing you're going to tell me. She's only 17. The next thing you're going to go. The next street you're going to go down to Sesame Street and just kill that one for me, too. <laughs> Hold on. If you They're go all down puppets. Just going to make it. Make sure I'm well aware that the uh what's the german thing that comes after you at christmas time the chris the, uh, uh, the um, oh yeah saint crispin no, no. the christmas crinkle mr what no it's he's the anti claus <laughs> yeah with <laughs> anti santa claus oh people are probably screaming into their <laughs> Kramp, krampus. krampus you're gonna tell oh, me krampus, krampus yeah. isn't real yeah now krampus is pretty real he's a scary some sob too <laughs> Oh, man. Well. I, th- I think this was a very, very eye-opening episode. Yeah, yeah. I think it could have been better if we did our research. I'm going to really need, like, five backups because I'm so confused. I mean, I know that I think you're wrong and that these people are lunatics. I like how you say you think I'm wrong when I'm just trying to present it that way. It's not necessarily I believe it that way. Well, I mean, if you're presenting, don't you really believe? You know? I mean, I still... sounded like you are a... Flat Earther. Uh, that's that's fair. That's fair. Flat Earther's a good name. I could call you guys Globers. That's what they call people that <laughs> believe. Globers. Yeah. Harlem Globers. Yeah, the, the, the Harlem Globers. 
Yeah. Globra sounds like either something that you call your very fat baby. <laughs> Look at my little Globra. Globus. Look <laughs> at <laughs> those globy cheeks. Look at that little Globra. Or it's like what you call a larger human and you're like, that's a Glover over there. Well, that's being very, very Well, as a larger Glover. That's being very kind. <laughs> that one's on a whole different planet himself. <laughs> Such a Glover. Oh, Thanks, man. guys, for tuning in. I appreciate it. This was fun. Oh, Christ. Yes, it's been fun, and we'll uh, see you on the next one. Please make sure you rate and review on your podcast, Host of Choice. Check out our Instagram. Give us a record, or give us a follow, rather. And, uh, Tell your friends we need some more listeners. Thank everyone. Until the next one. July 20th, 1969, Apollo 11 landed on the moon. Or did they? Tune in next time when Adam tells us all about the moon landing, if it happened, the conspiracy theories around it, and all of the fun things going on. Till then, to infinity and beyond. Mm-hmm.